Improvised Weapons features audio from BattleBards.com. BattleBards provides premium music, sound effects, and voices that enhance any tabletop experience. Me tell you no be bad! Squish! And with a BattleBards Prime subscription, you can get access to the entire catalog, as well as tools like soundboards, the mixer, and BattleBards Cast, allowing you to broadcast your audio online across any virtual tabletop service. You can even upload and mix from your private audio library. And with BattleBards Prime, you get a 20% discount on all purchases. Head to BattleBards.com and subscribe to BattleBards Prime using the coupon code IWVTCAST to save some money and let them know who sent you. BattleBards. Take your game to the next level with the greatest tabletop audio library on the material plane. The following is an original, actual-play Dungeons & Dragons podcast featuring comedians and improvisers in the great state of Vermont. Welcome to Improvised Weapons. Last time on Improvised Weapons. His long eyelashes, Jake Gyllenhaal-esque chin. For me, it was more of, you know, like a, a cloud and stars and there were airstreams, but it's fine. Just for a second in my in my own head, I have like a little giggle and I'm like, this is too easy. <laughs> Stay calm. <laughs> She's screaming internally. Yeah. Truly, you are a vocal chameleon. Ooh, like, yeah, it could be like something like that. Why the goatee? What <laughs> Yeah, ten out of ten would kill. Pixar. <laughs> it's me, I'm Turco, the nicest goatee you'll ever meet. I know a child that needs help when I see one. Worth it. We're coming out of the gate hot with a shout out for a brand new patronizer. This one goes out to Michael Lisboa. Oh yeah, who gets the job done with style and aplomb? Michael Lisboa, who always catches crooks and disarms the bomb. Michael Lisboa, who rescues tons of puppies and always calls his mom. Michael Lisboa, who's the guy you want to meet cute in a Diane Lane rom-com? Michael Lisboa. Oh yeah, ML for life. Do you want a snappy on-air shout-out? Then head over to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and consider supporting the show. Now, let's hit it and crit it. Cool. Everyone else ready? Yes! Yes. Great. Yes! Yes! Welcome! two choices. Yes! <laughs> yes! yes. Welcome to, to Improvised, improvised Weapons. weapons. <laughs> last time with the main party, but not last time on the show for those who are keeping track, Cassian, Eowyn, and Yarfik investigated the large hole in the sawtooth. There, they found that the cultists had erected a large pulley mechanism and platform, allowing them to move things in and out of the underground. The things seemed to be mostly people, as they witnessed a group of powerful creatures, a double meat-flagged troll, an exceptionally large gargoyle, and two humanoids with full-on snake heads come up on the platform and walk off into the city. Meanwhile, the remaining cultists began to load cages with people in them onto the platform. 
The group sprang into action, quickly coming up with a plan to sow chaos by summoning some fey creatures and then rushing in, pretending to be helpful cultists amidst the chaos. Cassian whipped up eight giant poisonous snakes to help them tip the scales, and they were almost enough on their own. With the snakes, a couple of helpful sleep spells, and a well-timed magic missile, the cultists were dealt with, and soon enough, the prisoners freed. Yarfix set about cutting the rope ladders in the hole so that nothing else could come up, and Cassian cut the rope holding the platform up, dropping it on whatever was unfortunate enough to be standing below. They then took off towards the west gate with the hopes of being able to free the 16 people they just liberated and possibly open the gate to allow the Tempered Steel to come in and aid them within the city walls. And that is where we pick up. You've just left the square with the hole. It's the three of you, eight giant poisonous snakes, and 16 civilians. So a small party. A small uh, contingent. Uh, what is the arrangement slash marching order of this miasma? I'm sorry, I, I haven't been feeling like myself lately. <laughs> Are we seriously doing an escort mission right now? We, we have to because we're trying to open the gate up so that Sir Therifi can bring all of his forces into the city and help all us out. Right. Yeah. It's, it's sort of like we're all going the same way anyway. I will also say, Eowyn, it took both of us to get Cassian to do this because he was just sitting there talking to people in the middle of the square after we had made the thing fall down. He would not shut up. Yes, Wait, I was there. Is that what happened? Yes, you kept talking to this person. I was like, we have to leave. There's people coming. Oh. I don't remember that. Well, that does sound like me. That does sound like Cassian. Well, we must move. What did you ask, Sam? <laughs> what is the arrangement slash marching order of this group? It's the three of you, eight giant poisonous snakes, and 16 civilians. <laughs> My snakes and I will take the lead, I guess. <laughs> okay. I'll be in the middle of the pack and I'll help people along. Oh, okay. I was, oh, uh, I was hoping to be in the middle of the pack. Then I'll be at the back of the pack. <laughs> Great. People along. Okay. So Cassian um, and the snakes are the tip of the spear. <laughs> and everyone else, uh, Eowyn is in the middle with all of the uh, the, the dirty people. Um, oh, there's a nice little barrier. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> Just casting prestidigitation on the air around yes. you. And, uh, and Yarfik is in... at the rear. Yes. I, I just didn't want to let that uh, snake pun in the intro go, you know, uncongratulated. My man. I didn't hear it. <laughs> oh, I said that Cassian summoned eight poisonous snakes to tip the scales. Yeah. Ah, great. <laughs> tip the scales. Anyway. It was not an accident. All right, because scales starts with the letter S. Yes, yes and so does snakes. S- snakes. And snakes right, yes. yep. that's the yep. joke. Okay, continue. John, did you... Um, did you, Yarfik, already send a sending to Sir Therifid, letting him know we were coming? Nope. <laughs> Wanna? Could you? Uh, I could, if you'd like me to. I had to stop for a second. Well, Cassian yelled back to... Uh, <laughs> seems like He's a little be a far idea. behind you, Cassian. He can't really hear you. Ask him to do a sending... I'll, I'll yell it. Yeah, relay yeah, it. What? Relay it. <laughs> you need to do a sending spell to let Therifid know we're coming. Okay, I need to stop for a second. Okay. Take a minute. Cassian! Yo. We need to stop for a second. <laughs> Okay, for him everybody. To do the spell. I do like a little crossing guard, like everybody. Stop. <laughs> yeah, everyone comes to a complete stop. Thank you. Yarfik takes I a do knee. The quiet coyote. Take a knee, and I, I cast my sending spell. Which and you uh, say? I, I, well, my, the magic word for it is uh, is message for you, sir. <laughs> and uh, I say, and an arrow streaks down from the sky and kills whoever's standing next to the target. <laughs> uh, so it's, we're going to the west gate, right? Yep. Fairfin. We are coming to the west gate of the city. We're going to try to open it so that your forces can come in and help wipe out the evil. Okay, I'm done. Let's go. He's done. Let's right. go. Okay, onward. I'm, I'm like hustling everybody with me while I what walk say? backwards quickly. Like we're going. Yes, okay, we're going. Okay. Uh, Cassian, let's get a survival check from you to uh, pathfind. Uh, 17 for survival. 17. Okay. Um, so you are uh, deftly turning through all of the uh, the streets, knowing exactly where it is that you are heading to, and every so often sort of like halting everybody behind a corner as a patrol passes by so that you uh, you do not spook them in any way. Continuing yeah, on and my on. My urchin skill should be helping me here too. I have that like... Yes, it is helping thing. you you all travel through. After a short while... Eowyn, you would notice this, um, since you are in the general area. Around the middle of the group of civilians, a uh, one of the women 
doubles over. Ah! Um, she sort of like stops in her tracks, doubles over, and vomits. Oh, God. Oh. Um, uh, ma'am, what's wrong? And as she... Uh, so, Cassian, you don't see this because you're up front. Oh, oh. Sorry. This is... Aon sees this. Yarfik would probably see, like, some of the civilians stopping. But as she stands back up, she's, like, wiping her mouth on the back of her arm. And her eyes go wide. Aon, you see this happen... I press the digitation, the vomit. You press the digitation, the vomit is gone. But you notice that that when you do that, there's this sort of grayness, sallowness to her skin that you had had thought before was just dirt, general filth. Mm -hmm. But that doesn't come away. It's almost like that's the color of her face. And as her eyes go wide and the vomit clears from her mouth, her ears pop off the sides of her head like champagne corks. Then unfurling from the sides of her head where her ears were are these red leathery wings. What? What? It's one of those little skull thingies that instantly begin to flap vigorously. They flap so vigorously that in almost an instant, her head tears free from her body. Ah, Oh my god. The body falls to the ground, and this creature, hanging in the air about five feet in the air, dripping blood, lets loose a high-pitched shriek. And everyone who is within 30 feet, which is everyone, needs to make a wisdom saving throw. Uh Uh-oh. 26. Okay. 12. Cassian? Oh, 19. Okay. Was this the woman that was on the platform? There was one box that was on the platform that I freed. Uh, this is not the woman who was on the platform. This is one of the other ones who was in one of the cages. Okay. You hear this high-pitched shriek. All of the civilians standing around this creature freeze in their spots. Oh, God. The rest of you are, are able to move still. And this creature instantly... Just, fl- uh, just flaps over to the the civilian that's closest to it, full on, mouth to mouth, kisses it. Ooh. Oh God! That's Kill my it. move. <laughs> <laughs> we shall call them eel doves. <laughs> Let's roll initiative. Seven. Ugh, I'm ten. grossed out by the vomit. I take a second to. Yeah. I rolled a natural one on initiative. Oh, no. Oh, my so God, guys. That's a initiative four, yeah. doesn't, yeah. That's a four. Okay. Natural one just puts Cassian? A uh, ten for me. Bystanders. Bystanders. And the bad Bystanders. Bystanders. Jeez. So, to set the scene... I'm not going to bother with a map for this one. Uh, but to set the scene, there are 15 civilians sort of in this mass in the middle. Eowyn, you are right smack dab sort of in the middle of them. There is a, a bleeding body on the ground. Uh, there's also a couple ears around. This flying headwing uh, has just gone mouth to mouth with one of the civilians who is stunned. And now, as it is its turn, it turns, goes to another one of the civilians, and same thing, just mouth to mouth. And it looks almost like it's breathing something into this person. And Cassian, it is your turn. You are, I'd say, probably about 25 feet away from it. Don't really have a straight shot to it, because there's, like, a bunch of people around it. What would you like to do? You said 20 feet away? Uh, 20, 25-ish. Give or take. So, so because I don't have a straight shot, does that mean that I could not reach it in one turn? Or no, you can you can reach it. You would just have to push through people. It's more if you wanted to like take out your longbow, you would not be able to shoot it from there. Oh, I see. Okay, okay. All right. Well, I'm going to I guess run straight for this thing and and um, try and get it with the rapier. Uh, with your regular rapier or with Ajia's tear? No, sorry, with Ajia's tear. Okay. Yeah. The good, the good one. <laughs> <laughs> so you draw Ajia's tear. That blinding light comes out. Uh, all of the civilians look like they're crying now because they're all stunned okay. and they can't close their eyes. Uh, sorry, I, I really want to lock this down because the description says it looks, looks like daylight. Is it literally a blinding light every time I take that out? Because that seems like so it's a real drawback. It, it does look like 
daylight, but if you're right up, like a flashlight isn't super bright from far away, but if you're right up against it, it's very bright in your eye. Is, is, I mean, but this isn't like a problem for me fighting with it or anything, is it? Like, No, 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 it doesn't hurt you. <laughs> and it doesn't hurt anyone else either. This is, it's just flavor for them to be like right next to a bright light source, that's all. Okay. Oh, hmm, actually. And they're not really squinting. They can't squint, they're stunned. Right. So here's a question, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Because this is something that I, I, I need a I need a judgment call on how this works. Because I'm presuming that Cassian would know enough about how this spell works to know uh, dispel magic. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm yep. looking at the description, and it says choose one creature, object, or magical effect within range. What mm-hmm. I'm wondering is if the sh- uh, paralyzing shriek counts as a single magical effect. Like, could I try and dispel the effects of just that, or would I have to do it on each civilian in turn? Uh, so roll Arcana. Arcana. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, that's a twenty. Uh, non-natural twenty for Arcana. A non-natural twenty. Um, so. Yes. Uh, it, given that it, it is like an area effect thing, you would say that if it was magical, you would be able to dispel it with dispel magic, but um, that was not a magic ability. That was just a natural yeah. shriek that the creature let out. Got it. Okay. All right. Um, in that case, yeah, then I'm going to go with Aju's tearing this thing. Okay. Go ahead and so. roll an attack. You rush up to it, pushing through all of the stunned civilians, and you thrust forward. Okay. Uh, that's a 24. 24 hits. And that's um, 14 damage. And that's radiant. I don't know if that's relevant. Uh, it's not, but it uh, still works. Um, so okay. you rush through, and in one fluid motion, you stab forward with uh, Aja's tear um, and just, just right through this creature front to back. Um, and the wings sort of flap again a little bit, and then they go limp and it sort of just sort of like slides forward until it's at the hilt of the sword right above your hand, and it's no longer moving. And then I'm just gonna yell to Yarfik, um, these, I think these guys need some help over here. Coming! Soon enough, the, uh, the, the shriek, the stunning shriek fades from all of the civilians and they are able to move again. And the two that were kissed by this thing are panicking. Right. I have a theory. Now, you folks tell me if that's correct, that those two who were kissed by the batwing thing, they're going to turn into a batwing thing. Oh my god, is that what's going to happen? I don't oh know, you're god. all panicking. Oh, you you oh seem to god. have more experience oh with the batwing Everyone, thing. Everyone, calm down. Calm down. I'm going to see if I can help out here. I'm going to take one of the people that uh, was on the ground, or mm-hmm. that got kissed, like grab them by their head, if I can make them bend down. Oh god, don't pull my head off! I'm not going to. But I need you to look at me. I need you to believe that you're going to be okay. Believe with me. You're going to be fine. <laughs> and I'm going to cast Lesser Restoration and see if I can knock out, or, if you know, if I can knock out what's going on. Okay, so you cast Lesser Restoration. And, um... Do I feel like touch anything? Do anything in there? You well, you touch like, their head. Right, but usually <laughs> when I feel it reaches out and takes something out last time when I got, took poison, I could feel it. Go. So you don't feel anything like that? Which answers some questions for you. It's not a, a po- whatever happened to them was not a poison effect, and it, nor was it like it's not a poison, it's not a bacteria or a virus or anything like that. Um, so it doesn't seem like it's it's any sort of gross but natural ailment. Is um, it a curse? It, it might be. Gonna... It's it's something that lesser restoration did not do anything to. But you did cure the chlamydia. <laughs> Great! You're fine. You're not going to give anyone else chlamydia. At least they can get I haven't given anybody chlamydia. That's to be determined. Sam, do I know if, from my arcana check earlier about spell magic, do I know if it would help with this? You would have to make another check because this is a different effect. Would I know if, would I have an idea that it could be a curse or something from what I got through there? Or can I? Is there something I can check and figure I'm, out? I'm going to try to roll a persuasion check to persuade the disease out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like I said, you know that it's something more powerful, or you know it's something that Lesser Restoration is not capable of doing anything about. Right, I have a higher level spell I could do, I just don't know if I want to waste it, basically. So, what I think we should do is we should keep moving, but we should 
do we have rope or anything? I just want to keep these two who were kissed away from the rest of the group. I don't think we need to tie them up. I don't, I, it seems like they're still in control of themselves for the moment, as long as we just keep an eye on them. Keep right. an insanely close eye on them. I don't know what happened, but I yes. don't want to. I don't. I don't want to turn into one of those yeah, things. I don't do want to get you to a healer. Abby, did you see her ears just, just yeah, we, pop right yes. off? Yes, we all watched that yeah. happen. We don't. It's kind of clear as day to see, and uh, kind of. You know, it was right there in front of us. The important thing now is to get you out of the city. We'll get you to a healer once we do that. Um, but we need to move now. Everyone, let's go. Had any of you and seen... I yes, as we walk, I, I ask the people, uh, did any of you see one of those battering things kiss that woman before she turned? I... No. None of you did? No, we didn't We didn't see anything. I don't... Do you think that's what happened? Is that... Does that mean that's what's going to happen to us? We don't know. We, we're oh, we're going off the same amount of information that you are. We just want to be safe. We don't want anybody else to have to do go through that. Keep them back with me. I'll walk with them behind just in case. We'll stay about 20 feet behind everybody else. Let's get another survival check. From Cassian? From what? Uh, uh, all three of you can roll. We'll take the average. Okay, that's a 19. 15? That's a natural 20. Okay, good. Um, so the three of you, like this all sort of happens. Yarfik, you you cast Lesser Restoration to see if you can do something about whatever this creature did to these, the, these people. Um, and then it all sort of hits you like, this thing made a loud AF noise. Mm. You need to get the fuck out of here. Mm. So you yeah, start. We're, we're hustling. You start like corralling everybody forward and continuing on in the direction that you were, and uh, you're able to like move everybody along. You sort of have everybody duck down an alley, and uh, about thirty seconds or so later, you hear the sound of, of footsteps running over, and you just see one cultist pass by the mouth of the alley. You hear sort of like footsteps of walking around where that noise came from and they find the body but they don't seem they don't make any noise of like oh this is weird uh or or anything about confusion they just sort of see it and then you hear footsteps at a normal pace walking away so this seems like a normal thing that happens to right which people makes me around here more worried but we need to keep moving we need yes. to get to the gate Get to the gate. So you... I'm keeping an eye on the two people with me to see if they start to change. Nothing is happening to them as of yet. They seem... I mean, they are panicking. Yeah. Yeah, they are, they are absolutely panicking. They are out of their minds with, like, fear and worry. But physically, outside of those reactions, there's nothing else going on. There's nothing you can do about it now but walk. I don't know why you're panicking so much. Don't listen to her. Aji will take care of you. We're here for you. We'll get you to a healer. I did everything I could here. We're, we've t got time. Oh, God, okay. We have you. I promise. <sighs> do listen to her about walking, though. We need to do that. Fast. Yes, you are all still moving. What did he say? Okay. Walking. We, he needs us to... We're still walking. Okay, okay. Nothing much. Okay. I, just, I can't hear him that far up there. So. Right. Uh, you continue on. Every so often, stopping and ducking into another alley to let a patrol pass by, but you don't run afoul of any of them. And soon enough, you uh, make it within sight of the gate. The walls of the city, uh, you know, are five feet thick. They're 20 feet tall. The gate itself is two massive doors, easily 30 feet tall, made of thick oak reinforced with iron bands. Many of the buildings that were close to the wall and the gate, uh, it looks like have been felled and the debris has been cleared out. In their place, there are a few tents. There are some uh, ballistae that look like they're aimed very high, presumably to just rain damage down indiscriminately outside the walls. Let's get some perception checks. 18. 12 for perception. 21. 12, 18, and 21. Okay. The defenses are pretty thick here. Mm -hmm. Between the three of you, you count that there are about 10 dudes with crossbows up on the wall, as well as two tentacle bros, full on tentacles out. Sun's out, tentacles out. Um, <laughs> there is a troll down at the gate itself. You would assume probably to, like, lift the bar off if they need to go out the gate at any point and open the doors because they are large and heavy. And there is 
movement in in one of the tents, but you can't see what it is because you can't see through the door of the mm-hmm. or the opening of the tent. Um, you also see that flanking the gate on top of the wall, there are two cauldrons filled with some sort of something hot. Do I recognize what it is? You recognize that they are cauldrons. They're cauldrons, but we can't really see up into them. Ugh. They're above us. You can neither see nor smell them, so... Damn. Um, <laughs> where so, are the ten crossbow dudes? Uh, so they are up on the wall. They're on either side of the gate. There's five on either side. Right. From um, the first to the last, how far apart are they? Uh, they are... Uh, they're kind of, like, right up against each other, pretty much. So they're, like, five feet. There's one, five feet, one. So... Two... So 50. in in a twenty five foot span, there's there's five of them. Mm-hmm. Then there's the gate itself, uh, which I th- which is like twenty feet across, and then there's another twenty five foot span with okay. the other dudes. So seventy. Um, and then the, the, the tentacle bros are on the ground. Uh, the tentacle or... bros are uh, sort of like making rounds. There are stairs on the inside of the wall that go up to the top. Um, and they're sort of like either going out farther on the wall and then coming down the stairs. They're just sort of, they look like they're somewhat in charge. So they're making sure that everyone else is like standing at attention, keeping watch. And the troll has just sort of got its back to the door, lazily looking out. Doesn't seem particularly alert. And and they haven't spotted us yet, right? We're sort of... Not as of yet. You are far enough away that they have not seen you. Also, the, the only one looking in your direction is the troll. And uh seems... Not necessarily distracted, but, you know, not, not paying attention bright. too hard. How far away are we from the things? Uh, you're probably about 150 to 200 feet away right wow. now. Okay. Yeah. We need mm. to store so. these people somewhere safe while we take care of this. Yes, let's look and find a place to store them. Is there an empty building near us? Um, you can uh, try some doors nearby, if you like. Roll some investigations, yeah, tr- see what you can find. try the nearest. Uh, natural one. I didn't find anything. Nine. I didn't even find a door. You were looking straight at your feet. Just a bunch of walls. <laughs> Edward, stop reading the book. Um, my investigation was also not good. It was a six. Six. Okay. But so, I mean, I don't necessarily mm-hmm. need to find an unlocked door, though, because I can jimmy them open, right? Yes. Yes. It's not so much that you can't find a door. It's just that it takes a while. To I find see. one that you you feel that, uh, or rather, it takes a while to find a door to a place that you feel would be safe enough to hold all of these people and large enough to hold all of these people. Um, so it probably takes you the better part of 20 minutes or so to find a place wow. that you finally determine, like, has has curtains isn't super close to where the action presumably will be, um, has more than one exit so that if they need to leave by some other means, they can. And then you finally find find a place and, you know, you can take your time and and just sort of like do a take 20 and open that, that lock uh, without having to roll for it. Um, okay. And you get, you get them all inside. You give them any kind of direction. Stay put. Um, just, yeah, wait here until, until the coast is clear. And, and, we'll, we'll and, you, know. and you too. Stay away from the others. Yeah. As far as you can. If you feel something happening, try to get out, get away. Is there a separate room yeah, in here? Or is it one open room? Uh, yeah, there's a separate room. You two should wait yeah, in the other room. If their heads start to turn gray... Wait, no, not in the other room, because you need to be able to keep an eye on them and, like, wrap their heads in blankets if they start to turn gray. <laughs> Why would you want to suffocate them, Cassian? Well, we don't want their heads Just popping off of their bodies. The, the creatures still, if they tr- tr- start to transform... Uh-huh. They, they should be fine if anything Is that happens. So crazy! I feel like that's a pretty reasonable counter. Right. Well, uh, yes. They wrap their ears in in blankets at the very least, because then the wings can't flap off and they can't flap up. Just please, ears. well, please I mean, describe wrap... how one would just wrap ears. Well, I mean, in a you know what I mean? Like they don't need to wrap the entire head, but just you're you're saying like turban style, or right, like or like you would put like on that. a turban like twist after you brush your hair. Head, but so, just... so a I guess they right. could leave their mouths free to breathe, but yeah. but, they, but enough to immobilize is what I'm saying. Right. Well, well Red, should we have them like staple their necks together? And, like... <laughs> oh my God! Wait, Weird do we chokers. have a staple gun? That's <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, um, how long do you think you'll be? I mean, how long should we wait? We don't know. I say probably not very long. We're very good at this. <laughs> <laughs> you'll you'll know by the sounds you hear from the from battle or anything else. Check out after you, it kind of dies down. 
See if it's us. If we come back to get you, you'll know. All right. Okay. Godspeed. Um, Sam. Yes. Uh, uh, you said that um, we had seen one of the tents moving, or all of them, or some of them? You saw movement in one of the tents. Of how many? <laughs> how many? How many tents are there? <laughs> all in all, sort of, you did, like, a scan. There's, like, four. Four tents. But you only saw movement in uh, one of them. Only one of them was moving. And since then, nothing has emerged from that tent or anything? It's no, a tent monster. nothing has come out. It's a mimic! <laughs> <laughs> all right, uh, I'm going to use the a life dread drinker gazebo. map real quick. While he's doing that, I'm going to say because I want to know what we're doing. Just asking her to watch over these people, including the ones, and really make sure they don't fall to any nefarious things. Okay. Uh, so you're using the life drinker map? Oof, yeah. I just lost eight HP. Okay. Um, I'm still ten down from getting whacked in the head by the guy over yeah. the by the stupid siege. <laughs> so <I'm> you uh, <laughs> duck into an alley real quick, and you uh, unfurl the life drinker map. You uh, run your dagger across your palm and sort of squeeze and let let blood drip out onto it and it seems this time like it's just it's it's hungry sucks up a little bit more than it did the time before and this map begins to appear before you (laughs) and uh this might be a good time to just transition to the map so that we can just lay all this out let's look at the map this is gonna have to set some stuff we're playing Trivial Pursuit. Oh, look, it's yes, it is Trivial Pursuit. And they've got one wedge already. One wedge. <laughs> you don't know where that's been. Thank there. you. Lindsay's not in this episode. <laughs> 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 Lindsay went off to do her own thing and became evil! I'm coming back. Evil! Evil, evil, evil. Oh, that's an evil, evil, evil. Evil dove. <laughs> the episode where Doug meets Evil Doug. Evil Doug. <laughs> Evil Doug. Where do you sleep so I can kill you? <laughs> tentacle bros. Tentacle bros. Tentacles. Twist ties as tentacles. That's fun. That's oh no, so the twist tie tied the tentacle right. via twisting onto the bro. Because we learned our lesson last time where the tape didn't work. Mm, yeah. yeah, you definitely got to twist it onto the bro. Sam was very mad by how how little it, how how unintimidating his guy. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh, nothing worse than a flaccid tentacle. Do you think you could um, tilt the uh, iPad a little, Sam? Yeah, I gotta finish setting up. I gotta let him. Yeah, 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 when you have a chance. (laughs) Thank you. I love, for some reason, I feel like. I feel like this this troll or whatever, this guy. He just reminds me of Steven Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's definitely the scarves. Yeah, it's definitely the scarves, the multiple scarves um, on the microphone stand in front of it. <laughs> okay. On the wall itself, uh, there are five sets of footprints on either side of the gate, and this is what you see on the Life Drinker map. So you see five sets of footprints on either side of the gate. Uh, you see a set of footprints uh, on each set of stairs. There's a large set of footprints uh, in front of the gate where the troll is. And then in the tent, which is that bit right there, you see something that's it's, honestly it's kind of confusing. It, it looks like a circle. Yeah. Oh, a circle. You're not really sure what that means. A filled-in circle? Uh... Just the, um, the circumference. Oh, a circle. That's strange. It's a man with one giant leg. <laughs> <laughs> And he's curled it into a circle. Yes. <laughs> and a circular foot. Okay, I'm showing this map to these to the other guys and being like, what do you make of this? I it's gotta know. be some kind of non human creature, right? I search my my knowledge base for any creature being or otherwise that has a circular footprint. Uh roll nature. You might know. Can I also do some. the same? Sure. Yeah, I'm gonna do that. Ooh, twenty two. <laughs> mm. Eleven. My nature skill is not great. It's better if I was. Is it in my Albert book? No. Yeah. Oh. That was a nine for me. Okay. The Albert. So you're all sort of looking over the map, and when you start thinking about some of the things that you all have seen so far, and it just you're not even sure if this is is right, but it just occurs to you that kind of looks like the like the coil of a snake. Oh boy. Now. 
Could be the coil of a snake. <laughs> hmm. I would have expected more of a spiral, but but that's an interesting thought. Well, if it's a, I mean, it's a, it could. Yeah, it could go around. I see right, they curl around be. and then back up if they're like soft serve ice cream. Right, like soft serve ice cream. <laughs> the bottom, <laughs> sure, the part that touches sure. the ground is just a. A is it not a and then they curl up, up the, the bulk? Is right. it not called a creamy in Fast and Furious? It is not. <laughs> well, perhaps. Hmm. These <laughs> these cultists seem to be transforming into reptiles of some sort. Maybe the the most advanced version of the transformation turns you into a big snake. Yeah, possibly. Yeah, I don't they, know. They had snake people. This this feels feels like there's a theme. Well, right, Cassian, well, I, I snakes. Have, you've got That's eight theme? snakes, right? I think snakes is the theme. Yes, I think we're we have snake what? superiority. Uh, <laughs> well, you are, excuse the pun, very much on the tail end of those snakes. Uh-huh. We need oh, more. Really? Well, let's make. Let's Remember, it now. took you. Um, it, it you know you guys you went through the whole person's head coming off thing, right, uh, taking right. the time to like it took you like twenty minutes to find a place, and then all the travel in general. So you've you don't have much time left on those snakes. Okay, more. okay. Well, we got to use these snakes while I got them. I want to send them at those um, tentacle cultists, and then I'm thinking we can uh, those of us who have spells or ranged attacks can focus fire on the crossbow guys, and maybe um, Eowyn, you can hit the troll with some fire magic since they're vulnerable to it. Yeah, yes. yes. Okay, that sounds good. Actually, if you drop a fireball, like, right there in the center, that might also open up the gate a bit. How? Destroy everything around that, just indiscriminately drop it right on top of their heads. Is this happening as Ildov is... This is all concurrent to what okay. it, to everything that Did Ildov. you hear the shrieking Where? and the banging from over the, <laughs> the pit? No. Where are we on the map? <laughs> yes, where are we? You are over there. Over yonder? Yeah. Okay, I suggest we sneak and get up closer, because all of my spells... Are out of range. Yeah, let's get as close as we can without being seen. No, oh, that's pretty close. My goodness, not there. <laughs> what is this? A building? That is a building. That's a. Te- those are all. All three of those are buildings. They're ten feet tall. Okay, so we're behind this building, I suppose. All right. Mm-hmm. Could also cast wall of fire. It's sixty feet, a sixty foot long wall of fire on top of the wall. Whoa. <gasps> yes, absolutely, do that. <laughs> How never, far away can you cast it from? Uh, 120 feet. Fuck yes! Do that! <laughs> uh, I, am I within that? Yeah, for sure. Well, right? hold on. You guys haven't actually gotten there yet. Oh. Oh, okay. Oh. If you want to get to there, you gotta roll stealth. Okay. I don't okay. have disadvantage! With advantage, because the troll's looking... Looking the other way, and the snake Everybody is else is not looking. And do we see I mean, I have advantage from my cloak of elvenkind. Um, so, wow, I rolled... Two 15s in a row, but but with my stealth bonus, it's like that's like twenty five. Mm-hmm. I got a six. I got ten. Okay. Uh-oh. So that's you twenty one actually for stealth. Uh, you begin creeping forward, uh, Cassian taking the lead. You know, you pull your cloak up around your, or you pull the hood of your cloak up around your head rather, um, and begin creeping forward. And then Eowyn and Yarfik uh, right in line behind you. But as they're moving, uh, Eowyn just accidentally, like, kicks a rock. And it it just sort of, you like, it's one of those things, like, you catch your breath in your throat, and you're like, <gasps> and you see it tumble and tumble and tumble, and then it just sort of tinkles onto a sewer grate with this tink, 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 tink noise. And the troll okay. immediately looks up and goes, <sighs> points out. To where it heard the noise. Shit. Uh, okay, well, this actually could work in our favor, depending on who comes to investigate. One of the... Uh, so the troll starts to stalk forward. <laughs> okay, less than ideal. <laughs> and one of the tentacle bros uh, looks down from the top of the wall and goes, What is it? What's going on? Begins to walk down. Okay. Um, I'm going to tell my snakes, um, go dogpile the, the guys with tentacles, four on each one, and then I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers on the troll. I think it's a snake pile? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Don't be silly, Fred. I'd call it a court. Yeah. Um, so uh, let's roll initiative to determine when those things come. That's 14. 14. 15. 21. 14. You got a 21. Got a fifteen. The 
Lindsay, you're the cauldrons. I'm the cauldrons. Yay! Yay! I am hot. Make make your yeah, make your best cauldron you're noise. You're bubbly, effervescent, hot. What? So, bad guys is the troll. <laughs> Sorry, we're gonna need a clean take of that. That's fine. Sorry, Sam, we're gonna need a clean take of that. Lindsay, um, uh, make your best cauldron noise. Awesome. Uh, so, bad guys is the troll. Bad guys two are the. Uh, the dudes with crossbows, uh, crossbows. Make sure that we have that Cross- loop to the background. Cross- Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> bad guys three is the tentacle bros. Tentacle bros. Okay. And this isn't anything. It's nothing yet. Constantly. Could you just keep doing that though the whole time? No. <laughs> That's why we need a clean take so that you can loop it in the background. Yeah. For loop it in okay, the background. so everyone quiet. For battle bars. Quiet. Well, we got it already. Nope. Let's do it again. Close with Mike. Always good for safety. <laughs> oh, nice. That was the take, I think. Yeah, yeah, that was, that it. was it. I think we, we got, got it. That's a wrap. Let's send it right to the Grammys. Charging battle bars for that one right there. So, first up is Tentacle Bros. Wait, they got higher than a 21? Yep. Damn. Fred, you can't see the initiative order that Sam put up for us. It's really nice. Oh, no, I can't. Uh, yes. Yeah. So, uh, Tentacle Bros are going to go first. They have 30 feet of movement. As soon as I kicked the rock, we ducked behind a building. Nah! Oh, Lindsay fell off the wall. Ow! That's a, a sweet <laughs> kid. <laughs> so, uh, one of them uh, walks forward to in front of the troll. The other one walks forward to the mouth of the tent. And just sort of pauses there. Cassian, you're up. Okay, so I'm going to give those orders to the snakes, so I want four snakes on each tentacle guy, and then I'm going to cast Dissonant Whispers at um, second level on the troll. Um, Can you order the snakes and cast a spell in your turn? I don't know. I didn't think talking was a standard action. I thought it was like a free action or a minor action. I want to see something. Because I don't mentally control the snakes. It's not like I'm controlling them with magic. They just follow my verbal orders. Yeah. Well, I want to see something. Too bad Ildov's not here. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, no, she would totally she would have to everybody. kill a freaking orphanage owner. <laughs> <laughs> she seeks them out. Yeah. It's just kind of her target, her thing. Anybody works with kids, uh, she has a type. Yeah, this troll definitely looks like he does a lot of charity work, so okay, he's yeah. definitely like a good target. Okay, yeah, it's, it says no action required by you for the verbal commands. So I just wanted to make sure. Yep, totally. Cool. So um, you uh, you send the snakes out. Yes. I like boss. As they're sort of, as, as sort of slithering along. <laughs> Trust in me. Just um, in I'm going to cast that dissonant whispers at second level on uh, what is the the movement for the snakes? Oh, uh, that's a lovely question. That I was a lovely about. question. Thank you. <laughs> lovely, <laughs> Sam. Well <done>, so <laughs> Flatterer. <So good>. <laughs> <laughs> Hang on. Loading this monster reference table. Got these little tokens Ooh. that we can use for generic things Ooh. like snakes and shit. So snakes are so anymore. generic. They really are. They are the shit. <laughs> like they're they're basic. They're the basic bitches of the animal kingdom. Mm. Snakes okay, love so. pumpkin spice. Oh my gosh. It's always pumpkin spice. <laughs> season for they are ready for fall. Okay, so a giant poisonous snake has a move speed of 30 feet. They are fiends for brunch, let me tell you. Oof. Uh, they have 11 Sunday hit points day. at 14 AC. Friday. So, those ones are there. I think there's like a rumor going around the town at this point that there's always just snakes really attacking everybody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, this town is just... It's literally a minute before we arrived. The ones at the top of the wall were like, "Do you hear about the snake attack on the west?" Bunch of flying snakes. It was the craziest thing. Those guys on the other wall. Yeah. Uh, I don't. I don't believe in flying snakes. That's what Jim said, and then Jim got attacked by a flying snake. Okay. So, uh, so Cassian, you sent the snakes out, uh, and then what? um, Who were you casting dissonant whispers on? The troll. The troll. The trowel. The trowel. The trowel. <laughs> uh, it's uh, wisdom. Yes. That is a ten. And that does not save. So he is going to he is going to take four d six psychic damage and immediately flee as far from me 
Okay. With his next movement. Yep. Or maybe with his reaction. Can he run through the gate? Oh. That would be amazing. He just so knocks scared. down the gate. Problem solved. <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> yeah, it has to use its reaction to move as far as its speed allows. Okay. Um, I'm reacting! So he takes 19 damage. Psychic damage, if that's relevant. I just realized that Fred can't see us do that. <laughs> he can only hear it, so. Okay. Uh, I mean, it's pretty amazing just as audio. So, uh, so you cast Dissonant Whispers. You lean out from the side of the building, and you say, Blavash. And that black, black tendrils of smoke pour out of your mouth, waft through the air into the ears of the troll. He starts like, vape. starts swatting at the sides <laughs> of his head <laughs> and then immediately turns and begins to run and yeah, makes right. it all the way to the gate. Um, and then uh, for successive turns, does it just last a minute or does the he get to try and save again at the end of his turn? I'm looking this up, but it might not even last that long. You guys should go while I look this up. Yeah, next is bad guys. Well, the, the the next one up is the troll, oh, so it is very relevant. Fair enough. Um, okay, this is the whispers five. Yeah, so the running effect doesn't really last. It's just oh, I see. It's just it's just that one turn. Got it. Okay. Yeah. So uh, the troll makes it to the gate. And it looks like it was about to like like heave off the bar and throw it to the side, but then it sort of like shakes itself out of it, turns around and just like sees Cassian still leaning around the side of the building, and like you can you can see the snarl rising in its mouth as it takes off uh, and just dashes right for you. Oh God. I really feel like I would still be leading out, but that's fine, I guess. <laughs> oh, yeah, do the snakes get opportunity attacks on it? Uh, yes, they would. Uh, four of the snakes will get opportunity attacks on it. If Well, here's the thing. You gave them directions to attack the tentacle bros, um, and they don't act. They're not, like, completely independent actors, and you didn't say also attack other stuff if it comes near you. Oh, darn. So in this instance, I'm going to put the kibosh on that. No biting of eggs. All right, fair. Uh, next up is Eowyn. Dat me. Um, I'm going to, am I, how far away from my, from I am the wall? (laughs) 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 How away away far I from a wall is. Perfect. Uh, I'm going to cast Wall of Fire. Uh, Yes. Right across there, it's a 60 foot long wall. So it would start. 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 40, 50, 50, 50. Oh, that stinks. Uh, so I'm going to get as many of the, the, the bros as I can, the ones in the middle. Okay. I think I can get the three and the three. Uh, be nice. uh, 5, five 10, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40, 45, 50, 55, 60. Yeah. Right. So it is a... the way down, too. Yeah, it's a 60-foot wide wall of fire. That's dope. Save halves, and it's a dexterity save. Okay. But it's 5d8 plus. It's 5d8 damage. Also, though, honestly, if they're diving out of the way like, of the fire, right. they just fall they kind of fall off the walls. Dexterity save with disadvantage. So that's uh, fail, save, fail, 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 and save. So two saves and four fails. Great. Uh, two more, please. Got it. Thank you. Oh, this is a good roll. Um, 26 total. So the fails get 26 damage and the save get 30. And it, they're standing in the middle of a wall of fire, so. <laughs> Lasts a minute. Hmm. So I'm assuming they'll take fire That's damage it. if they stand Quick fire. There. If they stay in there, they yeah. will... Uh, they will feel the heat. I was blocking the exit, so. Ha ha ha! If someone turned up the burner all the way by accident. Oh, I forgot um, to say the magic word. Yeah. You've never cast this one before. No, I haven't. What's the wall, What's the magic word for wall of fire? Um. No. Um. The wall of fire. Wall of fire! <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Said like Brad Garrett from Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> Wall of fire. Yeah. Uh, Yarfik. All right. Oh. I know a troll is coming, right? Yes. Or do, do I know we that? should we should orient those a little more. Cassian was closer to the edge. Aemon would have had to just peek out. So just move Cassian's mini around. There I mean, you go. Yeah, we're all sort of. I, I figured we were all doing the like three heads on top of each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you still need yeah, to be in space. Yeah, Yarvik's head we're naturally right would be that. at the top. You yes, are. Would. I would climb on everybody to be at the top. You're totally Scooby doing <laughs> around the edge of the, the corner. Mm-hmm. So Yarvik. All right, I am going to uh, say Tina, so my shield activates. Okay. And then I'm going to poke my head around underneath, so we're all three peeking out. Yep. And like guiding bolt that thing in the face. The troll. Yep. Okay. So that is Roll to hit. That is a 19. And 19 hits. Okay, he's going to take. Yeah, let's see here. I have done a while. 46. And it is. And the next attack has advantage. So that is. Oh, So that is 9 points of damage. Radiant damage. Okay, so you. Uh, Peek your head out. You're all sort of standing in this line, um, and you, you you cast guiding bolt. Uh, so this sort of ethereal yellow radiant version of your warhammer fires out from the end of it, hits the troll right in the chest, causing this glowing beacon to form, uh, giving whoever attacks the troll next advantage. Um, as the troll also takes some damage. Uh, next up is bad guys two. Oh, sorry. I have a bonus. Okay. No, I use my bonus. Because I acted my shield. Yeah. Right. Sorry. There, next time. It's so, bad Guys 2. The bad Guys 2 guys. is the wall bad guys. So, uh, six of them are in some, uh, you know, manner of being on fire. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, no two wall people are not on fire. Uh, no, four of them are not, on, are fire. not on fire. Um, so, uh, as soon as this happens, first off, they're the ones who are not on fire are going to turn around to see the source of this. So they see... Thank you, <laughs> um, that guy? Yep, that guy, that guy, and then these. So the ones who are not on fire turn around and they see uh, the tentacle bros are are all looking in a direction. The troll has gone off. Uh, they see these large snakes coming down and they are going to... Just make sure they have the range for it. They do. Um, so four of them are going to launch bolts at the snakes. Thanks. Um, so that first one is a uh, 21 to hit. Second one is a 20, not natural. Third one is an 11. And the fourth one is a 5. So just the first two hit. And it is a d10. Snake over here takes uh, 7 points of damage as a, crossbow, a heavy crossbow bolt. Just goes flying right into it. Um, and then the one next to it takes four damage. Okay. So. I have 11 yes, yes. So they have four and seven left, respectively. Meanwhile, the ones who are on fire are going to try to get off fire. Um, so the ones who are uh, right next to the. Uh, they're all sort of in various states of right next to the stairs. Um, I'm going to have them all roll dex checks to see if they can jump onto the stairs out of the flames without breaking their necks. It's going to be a disadvantage. Uh, it is a disadvantage. So this guy rolled a natural 20 and then a 5. Oh, God. <laughs> so um, he is going to take... Uh, so he jumps off and he's going to take 4 points Ow. of damage on the way down. And land at the bottom. This guy uh, rolled a three, so he takes five points of damage on the way down. (laughs) This guy uh, rolled a natural one. She just broke the base off of it. It's, it's fine. fine. That's easy yeah. to glue back yeah. on. Yeah. Natural one does though. Um, but and he's going to take seven points of damage. Ouch. Ow. And lay, and land prone. After getting twenty-six damage. And then this one. That is a three. So they are going to take. 
three points of damage. Can the nat one guy have jumped on the other side of the wall? <laughs> uh, absolutely could have. <laughs> no, the nat one. This oh, one. the nat one? Oh, okay. Yeah, on yeah. He's side. prone on the other side. <laughs> yeah. He jumped on the wrong side. Uh, and that is... Uh, that's a 12, which is good enough. So this one actually makes it down onto the stairs and the bottom. And this one is also... Ow! <laughs> the cauldron. Oh wait, what did the cauldrons roll? <laughs> Deep. That's what they roll. All right. <laughs> Hell oh. yeah. Uh, so they uh, they all make it to the bottom, but that's their their entire turn for them. So two of them on the on my left made it down fine. One of them is on the opposite side of the wall. <laughs> we don't know what's going on with him right now. And then the uh, the three others are at the bottom on the other side. There's still two up on either side of the wall. And we are back up to the top with bad guys three. Trolls! No, are tentacle those, bro. Real quick, tentacle real quick, are yes. those guys on fire? Those three guys, those guys that jumped down? Uh, they, are, they are no longer on fire as they are out of the flames. Um, so they are not taking persistent fire damage any longer. If they had remained okay. in the fire, they would have. So them starting their turn in the flame didn't cause fire damage. Like their their clothes didn't catch on fire or anything. Well, no, they they took they didn't take any other action on their turn. What they were doing was patting themselves out. Oh, oh, oh. So, uh, we are now at bad guys three, back to the top of the round, which is the tentacle bros. So tentacle bro over here sees all of you standing in a tidy little line, and he is. Um, his tentacle raises high above him, and you see it sort of start to undulate, and then this yellow beam fires out oh, from it, running over all of you, and I need you counter each spell. to make a constitution saving throw. I said counterspell. Oh, you're counterspelling? Yes. Um, it's it's not technically a spell. No! Cast. So, so you you don't waste the spell slot okay. on it. Okay. So what's the uh, roll again? Constitution saving throw. Uh-oh. Ah, oh, fuck. That's a five. That's a ten. Ah, uh, seven. Done. That's, that's just delicious. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> so, each of you is paralyzed. No. <gasps> oh, no. Oh, my gosh. For one minute. Oh, Jesus. Oh, one my gosh. Minute? You can uh, attempt the saving throw again at the end of your turn. But that's where we are right now. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on all the social whatnots at IWVTCast. You can email us at improvisedweaponsvt at gmail.com. And you can check out the other great podcasts from Puma Knife at teampumanife.com. Remember to subscribe to the show so you never miss any of our creamy goodness. And to leave a review to let others know just how creamy our goodness is. If you'd like to get a shout-out like we did up top from Michael Lisboa, head to patreon.com slash IWVTCast and donate to the show. Your support helps us do all sorts of cool stuff, some of which we can't even talk about yet. Secret announcements. You can also trek over to IWVT.wikia.com to peruse episode recaps, character descriptions, and lists of puns we've used. The improvised weapons theme, fight music, and outro were written and recorded by Adam Rabin. You can hear Adam's latest album, The Badger Flies at Dawn, on Apple Music, Amazon Music, and Spotify. And you can hear the rest of his catalog at imadeitup.com. Many of our sound effects are from battlebards.com. To use them in your game, follow the link in the episode description to sign up for BattleBards Prime or use the code IWVTCAST at checkout. Tune in next time for the thrilling conclusion of the Westgate battle. We'll see you on the next episode of Improvised Weapons.
This has been a Puma Knife production. <laughs>